another opportunity to speak on your behalf. Uh, we ask you, Lord, to let your words penetrate the hearts and minds of every individual in this place and every person that's listening to my voice. Thank you. Thank you for your message. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your healing in the name of Jesus. So as we move forward in this message, bless right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So it's nice to see uh, so many of you out there. Uh, it's uh, important we're going to be talking about uh, the second part of uh, unusual kingdom. Uh, in Genesis uh, chapter 2 and verse 7, uh, uh, in the NIV version, it reads like this. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul, all right, or a living being, all right? Uh, let, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, so God breathed into man the breath of life, and man became a living soul. It's important to understand in this unusual kingdom, God operates, man, on a spiritual realm. A lot of times, man, we look at things, we always uh, look at things from a physical perspective and things that's going on around us. But God, when Christ came into the world, it was all about spirituality. But it was always about that from the beginning. And so when God formed man and then God gave him dominion, it was, in, it was the whole intent was for man to run the earth, man, spiritually connected to God and with his spirit. And then move in such a way, man, that people's lives will be impacted, right? That's important for us to understand because a lot of times, man, because we're in this natural world, we look at people and we judge people for what we see, right? And what we feel and how we touch and, and interact with people. And God never intended for that. And so it was always about spirituality. and It was all about fellowship. And, and church is a place, man, where you come together and you fellowship and learn about God and do life together, then go out and then impact the world, right? And so we talk about this kingdom. It's a different kind of kingdom because in this kingdom, man, God is trying so hard, all right, to try to get us to understand uh, how he loves the world and he want to bless the world through us. Even though he said it in Genesis, I mean, in John chapter 3, for God so loved the world that he gave his son, and, and then he said, whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Uh, a lot of times people don't really understand, man, what God was really trying to do, all right? Because the world was in such a mess, God says, I got to come down and I got to do something. And I'm working really, really hard through prophets and teachers and pastors and apostles, one after another, man, to try to instill in you the value of being kingdom-minded, right? And so that's why when Jesus said he came, he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven, Repent is a very, very powerful word, and it really comes on the heel of confession. Everybody say confession. Without confession, man, there's never repentance, right? And so, and that's important because in order for us to heal the land, uh, Jesus said, uh, uh, let me go back. So in order for us to, to heal the land, the first thing we have to do, Derek, is we have to confess. We have to confess our sins, we have to confess, man, we did something wrong and something's going on. And we did something against God, not just people, but we did something against God. And because we did something against God, man, we out of fellowship with him. And when we out of fellowship with God, man, we don't have the power of God, man, to be able to move like we're supposed to move and impact people, man, the way we should impact them. 
right? And we want to impact people, man, without being, without confessing and without repentance. We just want to go about, man, and do life. Now, the beauty of God is God wants us in fellowship with him. And we're going to talk about that in the Psalms. God wants us in fellowship with him. So the first thing he wants us to do, man, is if there's anything that's going on in your life, anything that's going on in your life that you know that you know, not somebody else, not somebody else's fault, but you know that you've done something, you have to confess it. You, you have to own it. You have to own that you did something. I did something wrong, and I could have did it better. And I did it, and it, it created an issue, man, with God, not with people. Because if you look at it, it just created an uh, issue with people, you really won't repent. you just say, I'm sorry, and you won't change, right? And so, and that's a problem as we move in society, because God wants us to be successful. God created us to be successful. A creator never creates anything unless he wanted to be a success. And he put everything within it, man, for it to be successful. And in the event that is not successful, he said, you can return it back to me and I'll make it right. Right? That's how important it is. So, so God intended for us to be successful. So in order for us to be everything God intended for us to be in this kingdom and impact the world, we have to, first of all, we have to confess our sins and we have to repent. Right? And we have to repent. I mean, we have to really, really be disciplined in our repentance. Discipline means I'm going to change and I'm really going to change. All right? I know the walk I'm walking and the talk I'm talking and I really have to change, and I want to change. Now, there's some guarantees in the kingdom. Guarantee. God guarantee your success. In the event that you walk after him, Norman, if you walk after him and truly commit your life to him, right, and follow his words, he says, I guarantee success. It's important. And remember, success is not what people say about you, and it's not about money. It's really about your relationship with God and being in right standing with the king. Now, in the event that you're doing something wrong, don't side with the world and justify it. Right? So we justify poor decision making. We justify poor behavior. So we don't live right. We don't live a sanctified life, man, because our spiritual man is dying. Right? But we we trying to uh, make our physical man come alive. So we just satisfy us. It feel good because this is what I want even if I'm dying spiritually. Right? Now, keep in point. That's why I read, just remember we are spiritual beings inside of dirt bodies. Now, don't forget it. We're spiritual beings inside of dirt body. Save mission, right, is trying to get us, man, to stay off course. And not recognize who we are in God. And not let us walk in the benefits of the kingdom. Right? And so he said, you can be in a kingdom, know who the king is, and don't even know. So you walk around beneath your privileges when you don't have to. Right? And so if if I want to get in right standing with the king, the first thing I have to do is confess my sins. Everybody say confess my sins. And then I have to repent. You know, don't don't cover it up with beautiful stuff, right? Don't 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 try to cover it up. Well, you understand. You don't understand what I'm going through. 
No, I don't. All right. But it's not about me, though. It's about your relationship with God. And people are watching you. And that's why he said, we are living epistles, man. He didn't just say that for nothing. He said, you are living epistles, man, being read of men. Right? People are watching your life. Right? So your life is a book. He said, now listen, when I gave you my spirit, you were like a light sitting on top of a hill. The whole world was watching you. And they watching every move you make. And they want to know, is God real? So you can serve him with your lips. But you got to make sure your heart is in line with your lips. You, you, you can't talk it because here's the beauty of God. He's going to let you know, I knew you before you was ever conceived. Before your mother ever knew it, even thought about bringing you here, man, I had already planned your life. So you can't trick me. You can't, you can't shout over me. You can't dance through the aisle and think you're tricking me. He said, that, you can't do that. You can't tell people stuff and, and don't think I don't know. He said, because you are important in this game of life. He said, listen, you're the point guard. He said, you're the floor general. He said, you got to make the, you got to put people where they got to be. He said, you're important, and everybody has a position in God's kingdom. And he gave us the power, man, to play our role and guarantee success. Everybody said, guarantee success. Now, <clears throat> it's hard, Anissa, because a lot of times uh, people are really, really smart. And I think the smarter we are, the dumber we are. Right? Because the smarter we get, man, the more we think we can outsmart God and do us. You know, I don't really need God because I, I got the brilliance to do this. But it's a whole, go to the graveyard. It's a whole lot of people there that was brilliant. Right? It's a whole lot of unwritten books. It's a whole lot of stuff in the cemetery. Right? And, and so people who, who didn't commit uh, to their calling and understand what was going on, and they died not knowing who they were and their benefits. Now, Everything that everybody, man, God put in your life, man, is really, man, to help you, man, grow in him and in the world. Amen? So we talk about it. So now we talk about this unusual kingdom because in this kingdom, in a natural kingdom, the king runs the show and, whatever, and all he does is oppress people and take from to get bigger. It's amazing. In this kingdom, God gives a way for you to get bigger to be more impactful. He said, I want to give my power to you. Ooh, that's good. I want to give you my power to be impactful. And if you trust me and walk according to my way, your relationship will be better. Your job will be better. Your family will be better. He said, your stress level will be down if you trust me and follow the process. And that's, and that's what the kingdom, it ain't about religion, it's about the kingdom, right? So Jesus came and he ushered in this kingdom. And he was trying to get us, man, to trust God, right? And that's why John came before him yelling, said, repent, 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 turn, turn. Come on, let's get this thing together. Let's make a difference, right? Now, I'm going to take you back into the Old Testament and then kind of like bring it into the new. And watch what happened. Watch how special 
you are and what God, what you mean to God. So when you go to Psalms 91, it's one of my favorite. Uh, Mark is one of our favorite Psalms. My, it is, right? It's one of our favorite Psalms, right? Now, so Psalms 91 is a very, very powerful, powerful, powerful song, right? Everybody said very, very powerful. It, it is an amazing song. And now, here's the beauty of the song. Uh, it opens up, right? And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So it opens up. It says, uh, here's what it says. And then I'm going to get into the lesson. It says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will, everybody say will, will. find rest. That's important now. Let me say it again. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest. Right? And where are they going to find it? In the shadow of the Almighty. You know, listen, they say, everybody say will. Not that you might, right? Not as a possibility. It's guaranteed, right? Now, it's, it's about walking in right. That's why I talked to you about confession and forgiveness before I got into the lesson. Because in order for us to really get this thing, man, because we have too many things going on in our world. God has blessed us too. We got too much money. We got too many resources, and when you have resources, and God can bless you, and as, you know how you, when you don't have nothing, Lord, if you can just give me something to eat. My kids ain't got nothing to eat. If you can just give me some bread, and they can drop, somebody can drop some dough off, that you're just so happy. So some sugar bread, you're so happy. Right? But now, it, it don't work that way, because you, you don't even want no hamburger meat. You want real prime rib, because you got a couple dollars. Right? And then you say, I don't really need God, because I can go buy it myself. You have to always be in a place, man, where you need God. Always. You got to always stay in a place, man, where you need God. Now, it's important to understand that. So those who live in the shelter of the most, those who rest in God, those who make God the center of their life, make him the priority in their life. Those who say, God is my all in all. All right. He's before my wife. He's before my husband. He's before my children. He's before my job. He is the number one. He's priority. All right? Make him priority. Now, I know you think your spouse is priority. I know you think your boyfriend, your girlfriend is priority. I know you think, but I promise you, they are not priority. And they will let you down every time. I don't care how much you love them. It is what it is because they're not the one. They've been given to you as a gift from God to be everything you can be, right? So you got to remember, they're a gift to you from God, right? So God is the ultimate, right? So now, he says, uh, then he goes on and says this here, this I declare of the Lord, he alone, JB, he alone, that means not nobody else, he alone is my refuge, my place of safety. Right? Put your confidence in him if you want to. He's going to let you down. Put your confidence in her if you want to. They're going to let you down. Put your confidence in your boss. Put your confidence in your job. They're going to let you down. I promise you, man, we all got testimony where we should have got it promoted and we didn't. And we did everything we were supposed to do. And they trust, and you know, and I had confidence and, and I knew I gave my life to them. I spent 35 years and how they, how they didn't give me a watch. I, I can't believe they laid me off. But this is what, this is what he says. 
He alone, God alone is my refuge. And that's a, when I'm in trouble and I'm stressed out and I'm bent out of shape, man, he is my refuge. I can get to him, man, it's my place of safety. When I'm sick, I can go to him. When I'm in trouble, I can go to him. Right? I don't care what's happening, I can go there and he said, you're safe with me. He said, you're in a safe space. He said, I got you here, we're going to take care of you here. Because you're my refuge. And I'm not putting my confidence in nobody else. Now watch this here. That's why I got to walk in righteousness. Because I, I don't want to get kicked out of the city of refuge. I don't want to be kicked out of his place of refuge. I don't want him to walk away from me. I don't want him to act like he's not there. I don't want him to think it's, it's not, he's not available to me. All right? So uh, that's important. Now, now listen to me. Don't, don't miss this. He's my place of safety. He is my God. And in him, I trust and I don't trust. No, I love Ardena, man. She's my all in all. I love the ground she walk on. But I promise you, man, my trust is in God. It's not in Ardena. Now, if I trust anything in Ardena, it's the God in her. Right? And, and, so, and it's important to understand that, man. I got to trust God. In the event that she deviates from God, as much as I love her, we're going to have a problem in the same way with me. You know, I don't care, Pastor, you can call me Pastor all you want. If I deviate, she's going to let you on your own. Right? Now, this is important. I don't want you guys to miss this because we got to know that we're guaranteed for success. Right? Now, how many people got uh, spouses or whatever, man, that you always have an eyes with? I ain't say you argue, but you're in eyes sometimes. Don't raise your hand. Right? Just in your spirit. Don't tell me, in your spirit. I don't want you to tell your business, right? And you just, you go on, you're back and forth with them, and you trust them, and you, and you believe in them. You think, you said, they would never do, huh? And then they do. I can't believe they, and they did, right? And you get all worked up over, right? It don't work like that with God. Once you trust in him and have confidence in him and believe in him, he says, I will never, ever lie to you. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I am as sure as it comes. Right? He said, I promise you, hold your horses. Stay the course because I got you. I know the road is bumpy, but I promise you I'm going to get you there. God said, I got you. So don't leave me. Don't forsake me. Don't, 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 don't go nowhere. Now, here we go. It's going to get good. Now, Psalms 91, all right, and jump down to verse 9. And then I'm going to wrap this thing up because I got a few minutes to wrap this up. All right. Now, this is good. So going down to verse 9, I want you to read the rest of that. I didn't want to read all of it because it's too good. Right? And I mean, it's really, 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 really good. I mean, really, really good. Right? And he talks about, man, the disease or the pestilence and, and all that. He said, you ain't got to worry about nothing, man, when you got God. It's, when you got God, man, you don't have to worry about sickness. You don't have to worry about disease. You don't have to worry about nothing when I got him. When I put my confidence in him and I trust him, everything is taken care of. You, you don't have to worry about nothing when you trust him. But you got to make sure that you're living according to the word of God. That's why he says, uh, uh, that's why Psalms, and I'm going to get into it a little later, when Psalms 92, and he says, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, like a cedar in Lebanon. I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes. But, so let's get this in. 
Here's what he says in verse number nine. If you, everybody say if. Now listen, this is, it's a, now this is good, uh, Brad, because he said, now you don't have to do this now. But if you want to be successful, if you do this, now if, everybody say if. Now, if now, now you don't have to do it, right, because you can go any way you want to go. You can live any kind of way you want to live and, and deal with the consequences. He said, but if you make the Lord your refuge, all right, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil. Now, I didn't say that, man. The word said it. Now, watch what someone says. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. Listen, you, you, you want your home safe? You want your kids right? You want, make him your refuge. Really, make him the most important piece. Make him the priority. Come hell or high water. Make him the Lord of your life. He is your refuge. And I'm, I'm listen, and I'm going to him and I'm not leaving him. Because you got to remember, in the city of refuge, if you did something wrong and you got to the city of refuge, uh, you was all right. Right? They couldn't touch you as long as you was in the city. Right? Here's the problem. We want to be in the city of refuge and every now and then we want to sneak out. So I want to sneak out and give me a little drink. You know, I'm going to sneak over here. Now, here's what happened now. Now, you can murder somebody. If you get to the city of refuge, man, you're in pretty good shape. Right? Now, he said, but you got to stay there, man, until the priest die. Right? Don't, don't leave. But, but what we do is we do something, and God, we get, we get in God's presence, and God forgives, and we're there. And then all of a sudden, we want to sneak out and do a little bit over here. He says, if you do, you have no protection. Now you open to the enemy. Now, if, if I kill uh, uh, your brother by accident and you came after me, by the law, you could get me. But if I can get to the city of refuge, man, you couldn't touch me. But in the event that I decide I want to walk away from the city of refuge and sneak out and get me a little fifth, you better hope I don't, they don't see you while you're hot. <laughs> Listen, it's time for, I want to do some language so you understand. Because what people do is they walk away from God for a few seconds. Because I want to do me. Just for a little bit. As soon as you walk away, the devil said, I got you. I was waiting for you to leave the city because I couldn't touch you as long as you was in the city of refuge. I couldn't mess with you. I, but I was waiting for you to leave. And then you walked out and then he said, I got you now. Right? But he tell you, as long as you stay there, man, no plague, nothing. The devil can't touch you. He can, he can do anything. He'll never be able to touch you. God says, I got you covered as long as you stay with me. He said, listen, it's a lot of confidence in this kingdom, right? And then he goes on to say, now watch what happens, all right? Verse 11 says, for he will order his angels. Listen, listen he will order. Listen, God, God is bad, man. Listen, he said, I got a set of angels, right, that's ready to fight for you. He said, if you stay right, you stay connected, he said, I will have my angels. I will assign them, JB. And what are they going to do? All right. They're going to do what? Protect you. Long as I'm in God and I don't, stay, and I don't drift from his word and stay in his, in his word and follow his principles, anywhere I go, the devil going to try to get me, but he can't touch me. He can only touch me, man, when I sin. See, death has no power without sin. 
That's why the devil tried to get you to sin. Because if he gets you to sin, he can kill you. He can kill your influence. He can take your resource away from you, right? But as long as I stay in God, he said, I got angels, man, protect you. Because the enemy, here's the thing, uh, and that's what makes it so good. They come, they, they, listen, Satan is always coming. He said, I'm trying to get you on every turn. Guys, you can't, it's like hitting a balloon or something. You hit, you just bounce off. Because he can't, you protect it. And you got angels like, get, you better get, you better get back. You ain't, I ain't playing. You know, you know, when, when Nessa get in trouble, and says, he said, now, daddy, I'm coming. Right? But I ain't got, listen, she in Detroit. So sometimes, listen, I just said, God, you told me. He said, I got this here. So when she in trouble and she, she struck, God said, I'm going to send an angel. He going he gonna to take care of this for you. You just keep living right. He said, I got you. I'm protecting you. And, and won't, won't he do it? As Margaret said, won't he will, 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 will. Now, number 12, watch what he says. They will, who is they, the angels? They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. They, they got you. They, God got angels, man. God got angels. And watch this. And I believe, now this is me. Now you don't have to believe what I believe. I believe uh, sometimes you could be entertaining angels unaware. You can be going through something, man. God got people, man, on your job. They angels. You thought they were people. They were angels. When a person thought they were going to do you wrong and God protected you from them. Their plan was to get rid of you. And God said, not this one. They, they won't go hungry. They, they're not going home. They, 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 their rent is going to always get paid. See, so God says, so I got them. He said, I got angels there. He says, and then look at, look at verse 13. He said, you will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush their fierce lions and serpents under your feet. He said, listen, there's going to be some things, man, that's so powerful and so poisonous, so dramatic. People are so big and powerful, think they're bigger than the world, think they're bigger than you, going to come up against you, but they're not even going to have a chance because you got God on your side. See, I don't care how big they think they are, how bad they think they are, they're not bigger and better than God. And God said, I got people working on your behalf. I got angels working on your behalf. He says, listen. He said, listen to me. I want you to know who you are. In the kingdom of God. That's why I pay to live right. You know, it pays to be in the city of refuge. And listen, to be in his kingdom and understand, I'm so glad I'm a part of his kingdom. No weapon formed against me. Now, you can form it all you want. We'll prosper. You, you, you got to believe in him. You got you to trust in him. You got you to have confidence. You got to know. And he says, and I don't care. I don't care how poisonous the snake is. Remember, remember when Paul uh, came off the ship and they, and they said, man, I knew God was going to destroy him. You must have did something wrong. And then a the snake grabbed him. And Paul just shook it off. They knew it was a poisonous snake and they knew he was going to die. He just shook it off. They said, he must be a god. That's what happened. When something hit you so hard, everybody thought it break other people that don't break you. Everybody else folded ten in. They said, this is too much. I can't take it. They're going crazy. But not you. Because of you and because of your relationship with God, you're able to withstand every storm, every poisonous venom. I don't care how the lion just roaring loud. You just screaming loud. You, I'm not afraid of you. I take the steam right out your bite. 
Because listen, you, uh, you say, ah, man, ain't no, you just talking. Well, go back to Genesis 1 when he said, I gave, listen, I gave you dominion over the lion. The problem is we left his presence. We're the only species, right, think we can survive out of our environment. Fish, they would never get out the water because they know they need the water to survive. They know it. You know, every other species understand the environment. A plant can't even survive out of its environment. You take it out of the soil and it dies. We were created to be in God's presence. You take us out of our environment, man, and we die. We don't, they don't take us, we walk out of our environment. We just, walk, we just walk out there, knowing that we can't survive. Listen to me. Knowing that I, listen, take a fish. Raise your hand if you ever fished, right? And I know the fish mad at y'all. You took him to dentist, you took the fish. You take that fish out the water, take the hook out of his mouth, and he just flop. When he flop, why they flopping? Why they flopping? They can't breathe. They can't, because they're out of their environment. They want to get back in the water. If you throw them back in the water, it's the same way, but here, hey, take us out of God's presence. We, blah, 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 blah. We, don't, we don't know what's going on. As soon as you get in God's presence, life comes back together. In his kingdom, man, we got to understand our environment. Why you let somebody talk to you, man, and jumping out of the environment? Oh, I'm going to be over here. It's cool. Somebody, hey, man, you know, hit this joint. Man, I ain't got no business messing with this joint. Oh, it make you feel good. I already feel good, man. But you need this here to help you relax. Fool, I, I, I was creating God's image. I don't need no weed. I'm supposed to have dominion over it. God told me that I'm going to let it control me. I need it to make me. Make it make sense to me. It don't make no sense. So in the end, he said, no, drink, you need a little fill. Get you a little sip of this. It'll make you calm, it calm your nerves. No. No, no, it don't calm your nerve. It's a trick of the enemy. It messes with your system and throws it out of whack. And you think you are right. And eventually, man, you're like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. So now I'm calling Nisi. What's up, Nisi? You know? Because I'm high. When I get high, I get courage, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, know, you, get, you get courage. I'm telling you, the enemy will trick you, man. Don't let him trick you, man. Right? Don't let him get you out of your presence, man. God has something for you, man, his kingdom, man. Now, listen, I'm, 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 listen and none of us exempt from it. And that's what he tried to do. He tried to get us out of, his, out of our environment, out of God's presence, and out of his rest. And then we out here, and then we fighting for our life. We like a fish out of water. We, blah, 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 and we just breathe. I need some, I need some help. This is too much for me. I can't take it. Ah. But listen, they can, your mama can die. Listen to me. Your mama can die, and she's been your bread and butter. I'm telling you what I know. This ain't what I heard. She's your bread and butter. When you're in God's presence, man, you can handle it. You can keep breathing through it, man. People that's not, man, give me my mama. I want to I get out the casket. Come on, mama, come back. You want to get out the casket. Stupid stuff when you're out of God's presence. But when you're in his presence, you're like, listen, thank you, God, for what you gave. Thank you for 51 years. Thank you for 80 years. Thank you for whatever. 
Right? So don't, listen. So then, so then he, here's what he says. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord share what? Maggie, they're going to flourish. Not they might. They're going to flourish, man. Right? And in the courts of our God, they're going to flourish, man. You're gonna, that means you're going to be successful. You're going to bloom. You're going to blossom. You're going to make it. Things going to go well, Brad. I don't care what anybody. You just continue to walk in righteousness. I don't care what they do. You stay in his presence. People are going to say all kinds of stuff, but if you stay in his presence, you're going to flourish. Everybody say, I'm, go- I'm going to the top. Because listen, I'm telling you, I'm not, listen, this is serious business. Now, I'm going to wrap this up. Here's what I want you to read. I want you to hear this. This is important in Psalms 92. They shall still bring forth fruit in their old age. Right? They shall, watch this. They shall be fat and flourishing. Listen, those who stay in God's presence, those who understand the kingdom and understand righteousness and walk in right, watch this, and stay in God's presence, stay and let his word control your life at all times. He says, you will grow old and be together and you will be like a palm tree. Or, 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 or like a cedar in Lebanon. You know, they last a thousand years, and they get so big and so tall. And then he says, right? And so he said, the, everybody said the righteous. And this is it. Now, we're going to wrap this thing up with this here. The righteous. Everybody said the righteous. The righteous are the people, man, who said, God is my refuge and my fortress. In him I trust. The righteous. The righteous are the ones who say, I'm going to do right in the kingdom. I'm going to do what's right because I know what's right. Not what feel good to me, and I'm all right for right now, but I'm going to do what's right. He said, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Anybody know anything about a palm tree? A palm tree grows really tall, and it's really kind of skinny, right? And it's, it, but the roots go deep. So when the storms and the tornadoes come, the tree, if you go in front, watch them for they lay all the way down, Fugate. They lay all the way down to the ground. And when the storms of life is over, the oak breaks, but the palm tree comes back to life. That's why he said the righteous is going to be like a palm. Now, let, he goes on to say, he says, and, and, and he said, and he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. He said, and listen, now you study Lebanon, the cedars in Lebanon, they were big trees, and they had these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, branches, and they would be so big, and they were so massive, and they, they would provide shade and shelter, right? And when you, listen to me, he said, listen, if you stay with God, the righteous people, he said, you will be protected. He said, you will be shaded from all the woes of the world. Not only that, but you'll also be a shade for others. He said, because you're going to be like that. He said, your roots is going to grow so deep in me. When somebody's going through something, you're going to be my representative and let them know when the storm is over, you're going to come back. And you, you're going to be there. That's what the word is. You're going to be there. Planted. Rooted. In the Lord. God wants you to understand that you have been so blessed to be a part of a magnificent kingdom and the devil is trying to snatch it away from you. We're trying to get you to walk away, stay away from it. Right? Get away. You don't need it. You don't need to come. You don't, you don't need all that. Yes, you do. Because watch this here. When the word of God is in you, then the church flourishes. Because the word in you brings out the church in you. 
then you become his representative. The church was that ecclesiastical body that told everybody how good God is. Right? That's why, you, that's why I opened up with confession. Because you have to live right. Because I can talk Jesus all I want. Without confession and repentance, they look at me like, man, you better go on and get your life in order. So you can't brag on Facebook about your sin and want people to cheer you on about your sin. And everybody will they'll pat you on the back. Oh, congratulations, all this is. But if you know it's sin, you got to repent. You got to confess this is not right. I see a lot of us want God's blessings, right? But and we want we want his presence, but we won't stay up on his umbrella. I challenge you today. Today is the day that you make that commitment. And say, for God I live and for God I die. And I'm gonna walk, I want, I want his presence, I want his power, I want his refuge. So I'm gonna stay up under his umbrella. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Now, some of y'all can go home this. Oh Lord, y'all, y'all can tell me, listen, you better get your I'm done with you. I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm, I'm finna live for the Lord. Uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, there's no way you'll be able to do this thing without Christ. This, the, the, here's the beauty of Christ, right? Because we're in, a, we're in an age now, man, where people don't want to announce Christ. Christ is really the word. Everybody say the word. Made flesh. So God's word should live in our life in such a way. So when we accept his word, we accept Christ. We accept his, his power. His, this is his word that changed our life. Everybody is transformed by words. Let God be the word that transforms you. That's what Jesus is. Jesus is God's word in person. If you want to make a difference, if you want to change, you want to have a better life, you want your family better, you want people, you got to embrace Christ. Everybody stand to your feet. So if you're out there and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to be a part of this magnificent kingdom so you can be impactful, you got to accept him into your life. If there's anyone out here's bow, if there's anyone out there who want to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, and you don't have him right now, you have not accepted him, he's not a part of your life, not that if you've accepted him already and you're not living right, then you just got to repent and then get your life in order. You ain't got to accept him again and believe in him again. You just got to start doing right. right? Is there anyone? All right, hey amen. A couple people. So let's all bow our heads. And everybody say this prayer together for the people who raised their hand. So, dear Lord Jesus, we ask you to come into our life and let the word of God control our life. We want you to be the Lord of our life and really be the gender in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you believe that with all your heart, and you really said it, you got to believe it, and now you have to stop making, you have to do something big. You have to repent. Repent is not saying I'm sorry, don't tell anybody you're sorry. You just got to start turning. You got to make a turn, and now you got to start walking in the right way. Amen? God is good.
It's a time of giving. For those who want to be a blessed to the kingdom, you can give online, or you can write a check, or you can go cash app, you can go uh, giveify, all the different ways you can give. You all already know, I say it all the time, I said we have some first-time guests. Give, and the God give back to you, good message. Those who are part of the body has a commitment to give, right? And we have to give, man, according to how God has blessed us, right? Uh, so you know what you have to do. We don't beg anybody for anything. You guys have been a blessing to us. Uh, we're looking at doing a lot of things, man, in the community with other organizations. We want our youth to do some things. We can't do it apart from you. So please, 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 make sure you pay your tithe and your offering for the kingdom of God, not for anything else except so we can do ministry. Amen? Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless the offering, bless those who have given, those who have not. Lord, we ask you, if those who have not and they don't have, we ask you to bless them so they'll be able to give. Lord, if anybody's struggling out there, in unemployment or whatever, we actually give them opportunity to get jobs. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, don't let the devil trick us in thinking we don't have to work. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you said if a man don't work, they shall not eat. So we ask you, Lord, to continue to provide opportunities for them so they can be a blessing. Bless those who have continued to support the ministry, not only our ministry, but the ministry in the kingdom worldwide. Thank you for them. And we praise and magnify you. Lord, and as we leave this place, never your presence. Keep your arms of protection around us. Let us be the example that the world may see and say that you are real. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. You all have an awesome, wonderful day. God be with you. Hey, give me, some, give me some good music on the way out. Yay.